If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you have a wonderful pregnancy and afterbirth experience. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. So in this episode, I'm discussing cesarean recovery with a toddler. So we're discussing tips for recovering after a C-section whilst you're caring for a toddler because we know that recovery from a C-section without a toddler is hard. You know, there's been major surgery, whether or not it's an emergency C-section or an elective C-section, you've had major surgery. There's exhaustion. You're up all night feeding baby. There may be pain. So recovery from a C-section without a toddler is hard. And then we throw a toddler into the mix and it can make things even more of a challenge. Recovery is super important. And I do think that a little bit of preparation whilst pregnant can really help. So this episode is going to really help if you are pregnant and you've got a toddler. But I actually think this episode is actually useful for all pregnant women. So whether or not you think you're going to have a cesarean or not, because we do know how birth, like we don't know how birth's going to eventuate. So you might have an emergency C-section. But also, if you do have a vaginal birth, Lots of these recommendations that I discuss in today's episode are actually useful for both cesarean deliveries and vaginal births, but we're particularly talking about recovery after a cesarean with a toddler. So stay tuned, ladies. It's a great, relatively short episode. But before we do dive into this episode, I invite you to join us inside Fitness Mama. There is a free trial available. And reclaiming your pelvic floor core and strength safely is one of the most effective ways to care for your body confidently during and after pregnancy. And all of this is available with Fitness Mama. So if you found yourself not exercising as much as you'd like to during pregnancy and after birth, perhaps you're busy, you've lost the motivation, or you're not sure how to best be looking after your body. Perhaps you've got pelvic girdle pain or abdominal muscle separation and you're not sure about the best exercises for you. Or you'd like to get back into running after birth and you want the best kickstarter possible. Whether or not you've had a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth, Fitness Mama is for you. So join us for these convenient, short, easy, quality workouts that you can do from the comfort of your home whilst your bubba sleeps, your toddler runs around, or at the end of a long day at work. So just head to fitnessmama.com and the link is also in the show notes. Right, let's get into this episode. So I'm going to talk through 10 tips plus a bonus tip, but 11 tips doesn't quite sound quite the same, does it? So we're going to be talking through 10 tips to help you with your recovery after a cesarean, if you've got a toddler as well. So the first tip is preparation whilst pregnant. 
This is a big one. So there is actually lots we can do while we're still pregnant. So I'm going to list a few different things in no particular order. Some of these you would have heard before. Some of these you might think, oh yeah, I'd forgotten about that one. You know, I'll put that on the to-do list. So hopefully this is just, this episode will help you to get thinking about different ways that both you, but also your partner, this shouldn't all fall onto your shoulders. This should be a team effort with the household. Okay. Getting your toddler used to new habits and routines whilst you're still pregnant. So we know that there's generally a rule, which I highly recommend, and that's to try not to lift anything heavier than your newborn baby in those first six weeks postpartum. And I actually recommend this whether or not you've had a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. So this becomes challenging when you've got a toddler, and I totally remember that. So getting your toddler used to this new set of rules, I do think really helps if you're still pregnant because the last thing you want to do is come home from hospital with a newborn baby and you're lifting up the new baby and you're saying, oh, sorry, love, you know, I'm lifting the baby, but I can't lift you up anymore. So lifting, how can we brainstorm ways around this? So getting some steps to move around the house, I found super helpful. So lightweight steps that you can easily take from your bathroom, bedroom, kitchen, or you might have a couple of sets of steps. You can get them quite cheaply from Kmart, like there's lots of different lightweight steps around. And this can help your toddler to become that little bit more independent in terms of washing their hands at the basin, coming up onto the change table by themselves, obviously with you still close by for safety. But because it's amazing how much you have to lift your toddler when you don't even realize it. You know, you lift them on and off the toilet or to help them wash their hands. And that can be multiple times a day. So even just a few, some steps to get them used to doing that a little bit more independently whilst you're still pregnant can be really helpful. And then the other tip around this is getting both you and your partner on the same page. So it's not just mummy who's being the mean one, not doing the lifting. It's both partners on the same page. Now, I do just quickly want to say it it doesn't mean no lifting. I think sometimes people might get upset because they think, oh, that means I can't, you know, I still want to be able to cuddle my toddler. So this is where I found a cuddle couch really helpful. So you have a special couch in the house and if your toddler does need a cuddle or you want to have a cuddle, rather than lifting them up, say, let's go and sit on the cuddle couch for a cuddle. So allocating a cuddle couch is the second step. So first step, first tip, getting those lightweight steps in the house. Second step, get yourself a cuddle couch. Third step is just being aware how they're getting in and out the car and in and out of the bed or the cot. It's amazing. I always found I would have to pause because I'm usually in a rush and by me doing the action is just so much quicker, more time efficient. You know, if I put them in their car seat and buckle them in, but it's amazing how much they can do themselves if we give them a bit of time. So I know sometimes this isn't possible, but just being aware, can they actually do any more by themselves just by allowing them to be have a bit more time? And now another tip around this with preparation whilst pregnant and getting into new habits and routines 
is getting your partner or the grandparents or friends or whoever's going to be dropping the kids, the toddler to and from childcare or kinder or whatever it might be, getting them doing that whilst you're still pregnant so that that's not a sudden change of person. So even if it's a couple of times for your partner or friend or grandparent, whoever it is, get them used to that caregiver dropping them to and from childcare. And then the other preparation thing that we can do whilst we're still pregnant, I was a huge fan of getting new activities, some new toys, some new crafts, put them in a bag, put them in a cupboard, put them out of sight. Don't let your toddler see them until you need them. So you might visit the toy library, you might visit the op shop, $2 shop. It doesn't have to be expensive things. But something that's new, something that's exciting, you might pull out one every few days whilst you're breastfeeding or whilst you're stuck at home a little bit in those early few days. And that might help to keep your toddler busy, you know, whether or not it's making new Play-Doh in advance or, yeah, there's so many different options. And I'm sure that there's lots of those resources out there if you need help with deciding what new activities and toys and crafts and things that you can do to help keep your toddler busy. Okay, the second thing is to be mindful of language. And I know we're not always going to get this right, but just being, like I do think, you know, it is a big transition, having a new baby and bringing a new human into the house. So just being mindful that we're not saying things like, oh, sorry, I can't do X, Y, Z because of the baby. Or I can't, you know, lift you or I can't play with you because I need to breastfeed. So just being mindful of that sort of language and maybe you could substitute it with, you know, I'm no no expert in this field, but maybe substituting it with, let's see if you can do X, Y, Z by yourself. Well, you know, I'll help you. Or let's see what activities there are whilst I'm breastfeeding versus I can't play with you because I'm feeding. Yeah, so being mindful of language, I think, can be amazing. And, you know, this is still, like, I've got three children. I'm still having to be aware of this. I don't think that's ever ending, being mindful of what we say in front of our kids. Okay. And in terms of language and communicating with our toddler, talking through what is happening with your toddler beforehand. So whether or not you're going to have a vaginal or a cesarean birth, talking your toddler through, you know, mummy is going to go into hospital, there's a baby that's going to come out, we're going to have lots of fun doing things around the house for a few weeks, and explaining about the incision. Some of my friends found this quite helpful, just in basic language, because then the toddler was less likely to jump on you, (laughs) perhaps. I do know that whenever any mum lies down on the couch to rest, a toddler is likely to jump all over them. But if you've explained to them about your incision to some degree, then they might be less likely to jump on you, hopefully. Okay, the third tip, finding opportunities to lie down. So with your toddler, once you've had the baby, in those first six weeks, reading books lying down with your toddler can be amazing. Every time you talk on the phone, try lying down. You know, try to get that horizontal rest and rest when you can. And balancing this rest with movement is a fine line, but it is super important to rest when you can and and take those opportunities while you can. 
Okay, so we've talked about preparation whilst pregnant in terms of getting used to new habits and routines. We've talked about being mindful of language. Third one was finding opportunities to lie down. The fourth one is once you've had your baby, bringing the bubs to you whilst breastfeeding. So pillows, find a chair that's comfortable but supportive, feet on the ground, elbows supported, not having to hunch down to your bubs. So lots of pillows to help the bubs come to you. So when there's a toddler on board, this adds an e- another component to it. So before you do start your feed, making sure there's water, some snacks for both you and toddler, some games for the toddler close by. And I found board books amazing for this because board books, you know, those board picture books, they're so much easier to read to your toddler one-handed whilst you're feeding. They might even be able to hold the board book, but they're much easier to hold than a normal, like a soft cover book. So board books were a game changer whilst breastfeeding with toddlers. Okay, number five. Okay, for the next few are actually just general cesarean recovery tips, but I just had to pop them in this episode. I couldn't have an episode about cesarean recovery without just talking about some general ones. So these are not toddler dependent, but I'll quickly run through them because I have got another episode that I do talk about these in more detail. So number five, supportive abdominal support. So whether or not these are recovery leggings, some sort of belly band recovery garment, super important here. And I think it's more helpful when you've got a toddler. This is very individualized. There's lots of different types. I've got a whole episode where I talk through the pros and cons of the different types of abdominal supports. So I'll link that episode in the show notes. Number six, log roll to get out of bed. And this is for the first six weeks. So what I mean by log roll is when you're lying on your back, lying down, first of all, roll onto your side and then push yourself with your arms up into sitting. And this is this is versus doing a sit-up to come into sitting. This will put a lot less pressure through the abdominals and will hopefully be a lot more comfortable. Number seven, which we've had a lot of episodes recently with a postpartum doula. Again, I'll link that in show notes, but meal planning. So lots of meal planning so that you can do less, less during those first six weeks. Number eight, treating your pain. So have a chat to your doctor, have a chat to your healthcare team, find out what your pain management plan is because pain management, especially with a toddler, super important. This episode is proudly brought to you by Solidea, providing all of your pregnancy and recovery support needs. Solidea's maternity range supports your changing body throughout your pregnancy and the postpartum period. The proven compression and patented fabric helps to reduce back and pelvic joint pain, swelling and varicose veins, and it's safe and effective following vaginal and caesarean section deliveries. Solidea improves recovery from episiotomies, tears, hematomas, and after caesarean births. Made in Italy, Solidea's maternity range ensures pregnant women and new mums look good and feel great. Recommended by obstetricians and physiotherapists, Solidea is offering 20% off 
using the code FITNEST20. That's F-I-T-N-E-S-T-20. So if you're in the market for some new support wear for pregnancy or postpartum, definitely go and check them out with the code FITNESS20 for 20% off. So visit www.solidea, that's S-O-L-I-D-E-A.com.au and check them out for yourself. And the link is in the show notes. Okay, number nine, just towards the end of this list, this is a fun one. I used to, oh, I still have such fond memories of this. Finding helpful tasks for your toddler to do to help with the baby. So my toddler used to love, like if I was changing the baby's nappy, I would often say, oh, can you go fetch me a nappy or go and fetch the nappy cream and or give them a job to do if you can. The other option is getting them a little toy baby and it's so cute because when you're changing your baby's nappy, they can change their baby's nappy and you could... I used to hold on to some of those newborn nappies just for toys. And so my toddler could use actual newborn nappies to put on their baby, toy baby. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) Okay, so getting your toddler involved with all those tasks whilst you're breastfeeding. I remember I've got so many gorgeous photos of my toddler sitting there concentrating and being really quiet while they were breastfeeding their baby sitting next to me. So all those cute little things that they can do with their toy baby. And they it's so cute watching them mimic you. And also teaching your toddler how to play peekaboo, making faces with your baby, singing to your baby. Like sure, your baby's probably not old enough to react to any of this, but even though your toddler, your baby might be too young, getting your toddler, teaching your toddler how to play with your baby in a in an appropriate way for your baby's stage of development is a really lovely thing to do too. Okay, and then the final tip: walking. So, walking with a toddler, oh, it's tricky. So, the first rule of thumb with any recovery after birth, especially a cesarean, is like regular walking is important but we also don't want to overdo it. So I'm a huge fan of short walks around the house in those that first week, so five-minute walks. Second week, 10-minute walks. Third week, 15-minute walks. Fourth week, 20-minute walks. So keep increasing five minutes each week. And obviously, you're going to be guided by your healthcare team here. If you've had any concerns or complications, please do chat to your healthcare team. But rather than setting out for the first walk for half an hour or 40 minutes, I really encourage you to build up to that gradually. Now with a toddler on board, this might be a bit controversial, but I don't think it is wise perhaps to, but you might have to, so I totally get that, but to venture out by yourself in those first few weeks with a toddler is a little bit risky just in terms of toddlers can be unpredictable. You don't know if they're going to have a tantrum somewhere. You don't want them to have to, you don't want to have to pick them up and carry them home. So if you can have someone with you when you go for those first few walks in those first few weeks can be really helpful because they can help with the toddler if needed. If you do need to go out by yourself with the toddler, this is where I found a scooter board on the back of the pram really helpful because it just gives your t- 
toddler that choice. So if for some reason they don't want to get back into their pram, then like if you've got a double pram, I'm presuming, then they can stand up on the scooter board. Hopefully they're old enough and that's developmentally appropriate for them. They've got that option of whether or not they're going into their pram seat or standing on the toddler board. And that would save me, that saved me so many times in terms of not having to carry them home or be stuck somewhere. So just something to think about if you are going to go, I know walking is really important, but if you are going to walk with your toddler, what's your backup plan? What's going to happen if, you know, do you need to have some food and snacks close by or something to help you if you need to coax them into the pram again, just so that you're not having to carry them or lift them, just to ensure that you can get home safely and as efficiently as possible. Now, my bonus tip here for post six weeks, so from six weeks onwards, is to prioritise your postnatal rehab. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know I love postnatal rehab. I think every woman needs it. We have invested so much into our baby, into our you know, growing this beautiful baby. We've our body's been cut open for the cesarean birth or you pushed out a baby. Like you've your body has invested a lot into growing and producing your gorgeous baby. So now it's time to reinvest back into your body. And if you've got a toddler in tow, you need to be stronger than ever. You know, you need to be able to have that strength to lift up your baby, to lift up your toddler. And we need to do this in a way we need to get our body stronger in a way that's going to support our body. We don't want to deplete our body of energy. We don't want to cause any aches or pains. We want to get stronger smartly, smartly, sensibly, and in a way that's going to help replenish us and help us feel good and strong from the inside out. So postnatal rehab, super important so that you can reinvest back into your body, gain that confidence back, focus on your mental health, focus on your inner strength. And this is where Fitness Mama does come into it. If you need support, if you'd like to be able to do some convenient workouts from home whilst your toddler is playing with you, do some mums and bubs workouts, this is where Fitness has you covered because I know how challenging it can be to prioritise our exercise and our recovery after having a baby, especially if you've got multiple kids in tow. You know, the to-do list is huge. It's always activities to do with your toddler and the baby, appointments. But being able to invest even 10 minutes twice a week to complement what you're doing, so to complement those regular walks that you're going for, to reinvest back into your core and your, your inner strength, is super important. So ladies, if you'd like to come and join me for a free trial, head to fitnessmama.com. So that's it, ladies. I'm going to summarize quickly what we've talked about. We've talked about preparing whilst pregnant, preparing our toddler for the new habits, new routines, and perhaps investing in some steps, finding yourself a cuddle couch and getting your partner involved with any drop-offs, childcare drop-offs, kinder drop-offs perhaps finding some new activities, toys and crafts. Okay, we talked about being mindful of language, which I know is a challenge and it's always a work in progress for me, I know. Number three was finding opportunities to lie down, even for five-minute rests, just to help with the pain, help with your abdominal recovery, 
help take the pressure off. Being aware of your breastfeeding station, so bringing the bubs up to you rather than hunching down to the bubs, and some board games and snacks and water and things close by for your toddler and yourself whilst you're breastfeeding. Number five, support of abdominal garments. Number six, log roll to get out of bed. Number seven, meal planning. Number eight, treat your pain. Number nine, getting your toddler involved with helpful tasks to help with the baby. So maybe get them a little toy baby, teaching your toddler games and fun things that they can do that's appropriate for the baby. And number 10 is walking. Get your game plan. Think about what you're going to do as a backup plan. And last but not least is your postnatal rehab. Reinvest back into your body. That's it, ladies. Hopefully you found that useful. I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram at fitnessmama. Also, if you are enjoying these podcast episodes, it really does help if you could leave a rating and review. I read through every review and it also helps this podcast get found by more people who would benefit from it. So thank you, ladies. That's it. We will see you next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.